hope you're enjoying Moriarty, The Devil's Game, an Audible original podcast. All episodes of Season 1 are now available ad-free, exclusively on Audible. Visit audible.com slash moremoriarty and sign up for a free trial. Sherlock Holmes to see you, Mr. Crawler. Ah, yes. Thank you, Bates. Sherlock, sit with me. I would prefer to stand. Come. There's no need to be so averse to the comfort of my chairs. I am averse to being summoned like a dog. Well, you are my bloodhound. Though it has been weeks since you've bothered to hear my call. Must you inhale your nicotine like a savage? It is disgusting. It is efficient. I find the tobacco realizes its use is much quicker when snuffed. Gets things straight to the point. Then shall we? Yes. My contemporaries in France are urgently requesting assistance in a matter of supreme importance. You are aware of the recent incident at the Louvre? I've been a bit too preoccupied to bother with foreign affairs. They've had a break-in. A collection of Jean-Baptiste Grues was stolen three days past. Mr. Baines has the particulars. The job was a coordinated attack, and rather well-funded. The thieves planted smoke bombs to set off the alarms, then stole off with the paintings disguised as French officers trying to save the goods. A similar strategy used on the city and suburban bank. You believe this was Moriarty? Our spies tell us as much. In mere months, the professor has taken full reign of John Clay's operation and expanded its reach. The continent, Africa, and the Americas as well. One might surmise he means to conquer the entire globe, like a Napoleon of crime. Was there a reason for your call? I want you in Paris. Paris? You're loading me out. You are mine to loan. I will remind you I am on a case, a mission of your insistence. Yes, and you have made no headway since the fisherman found John Clay's rotted corpse with the morning catch. This is a lifeline, Sherlock. A lead. It is a distraction. The man pervades London, and you mean to send me out of the country? You don't know where he is. That is entirely the point. I know he's not stealing art from the Louvre. Moriarty has gone completely underground. These may be his moves, but he shielded himself behind a web of false fronts and foot soldiers now. He wants us to be out chasing our tails like this. Do you propose a better solution? Because from my chair, you've been circling your own tail since the professor slipped the noose. There are other factors at play. Diplomatic relations are at stake, and assisting the French puts us in a positive position. It puts us weeks behind on finding the professor, if not months. Every day he spins his web larger. There are at least 40 mysteries to be cleared up already, and you'd send me on a fool's errand? I would. Now be a good fool and do this for me. For the crown. Earn your station, Sherlock. Should you want to keep it. Gentlemen, our plot at the Louvre has charted precisely to my calculations. 
All art is safely with our buyer and proceeds are ready for investor distribution. Now to other ongoing affairs. I will ask you to all be brief with your updates. Time is always against us. Mr. Treadstone, the hydraulic press. Constructed precisely to your specifications, Professor. It will be delivered to Mr. Stark in Aford before month's end. Excellent. Mr. Klein, our South American expansion. Our new distributor has agreed to your terms. The opium is being loaded for shipment as we speak. And the port authorities? Properly incentivized. Good. Good. And, uh, ah, yes, Mr. MacDonald, what of our Pinkerton problem? Oh, uh, well, Professor, you, you see, it appears that Sherlock Holmes... Holmes? Yes, sir. He's involved himself in the business, and Mr. Douglas fled for Africa. We had no choice but to step in. You killed him. Douglas was to be kept alive. This raises suspicion. It was discreet, sir. Mr. Douglas tragically fell overboard while at sea. I assure you, no one will link this back to us. Holmes will, if he hasn't already. Gentlemen, what are the consequences for this level of stupidity? Professor, I... You will not act again without my authority, else you will be joining Douglas in the Atlantic. Now, you will all please excuse me so I can focus on cleaning up Mr. MacDonald's sloppiness. Colonel, you stay. Ugh. Another senseless killing. It had to be done, sloppy or not. That doesn't make it any easier to swallow. I hate this business, Colonel. I hate it completely. Completely? Ah, come on now. You're not having the least bit of fun. I know this might be hard for an assassin to comprehend, but I take no joy in killing people. Ah, well, I wouldn't call it joy, but there is a certain satisfaction in righting a few wrongs in the world. Well, it feels like we're creating more wrongs than we're righting. I can see this always heavy, Professor. But I'm afraid you signed up for it when you took over Chloe's empire. Perhaps a day of rest would do some good. No, there can be no rest. Not when we have Holmes on the retreat. He's gone to France. Aye, always playing out exactly as you said it would. With Holmes out of the way, I took a thorough look around Baker Street. Complete style, I'll say. Cocaine bottles about, bullet holes in the walls. Any leads on who sent him to Paris? Well, perhaps. I dug out this particular telegram from the trash. Came to Holmes yesterday. Sherlock, come at once if convenient. If inconvenient, come all the same. Signed, Porlock. Our man at the registry looked into the name and, wouldn't you know it, there are no Porlocks living in all of London. Mysterious indeed. Uh, James, this is Mr. Porlock. He is a friend from London. What did that man want? James, Freddie was from the Crown. Apparently, Her Majesty believes I have a bright future ahead of me as a map maker. Professor, you're doing it again. Doing what? That thinking thing you do. Your ears stop working and your eyes get a funny glaze to them when you're off in your head. It's creepy. Well, Colonel, I will endeavour to stop thinking around you. It's an alias. Porlock. A fake name? No doubt to disguise this agent's identity. He came to my last lecture in Durham, representing a phony department inside the Crown. This is our man, Colonel. The next variable to be solved. We must find this Porlock. Aye, but you've just sent the one man that might know his true name to France on a rather lengthy errand. Indeed. We pay the price for being too elegant in our misdirection. You remember what this Porlock looks like? I only met him in passing. He was tall. 
Stout. Quite heavy set. Well, that narrows it down to about half a London. Yes. We will have to get creative. And what about the other murders? What? Hello? Hello? Honestly, it's like I'm talking to myself most times. What did you say to me? I said, what about the other matters? You have clients to service, a board that expects results. This whole machine you've built is what keeps you hidden and afloat, quite literally. I need to focus on the reason the machine was built, Colonel. Finding this Porlock is top priority. The rest of this business is just distraction, noise. It's quite a bit of noise. And Miss Charlotte is more than capable of handling it. Charlotte? You put her in charge? Why not? She's shown herself to be sure-footed in business. Perhaps. But I would rather not mix my business with pleasure. Well, I need you by my side, finding Porlock. You are my number two in this, Colonel. My brain is useless without your brawn. Brawn. That's it. Yes, that's it, exactly. Gather a small team, Colonel. Strong ones. Only men you absolutely trust. Aye, for what? An excursion. I know exactly who can help us find this mysterious Mr. Porlock. John is gone. I just visited him this morning. Please, there's no need to shout, Mrs. Watson. How does a nurse misplace her patient? My husband's not left this hospital bed for weeks. He's barely awake most of the time. Yes, that's what makes it so very odd. We had him so heavily sedated. Then where is he? I assure you we are investigating. Scotland Yard is searching for him as we speak. And they haven't found him yet? How far could he have gone? He doesn't even have shoes. Tell me, how has my husband, a man shot through his stomach and drugged to the gills, evaded the capture of London's finest? No, I won't wait for Scotland Yard to waddle their ducks into a row. Mrs Watson, where are you going? I am going to Sherlock Holmes. Hey! Evening, Dr Watson. Now, you're free to scream all you like, but I'll do no good. Colonel Moran. <laughs> I thought you were a better shot. <laughs> oh, I never miss, Doctor. This little wound of yours is right where I wanted it. Now, the infection, that's a bonus. Where am I? And... Why, why is the room moving around? You're low on blood and high on morphine. Tends to make things a bit swirly. Now, I'd very much prefer not to torture a man when he's already down, so spare us both a step, Doctor. Who is Fred Porlock? Porlock? Aye, it's a fake name. Belongs to a friend of your boy Holmes. I'm thinking you've heard it. <laughs> ah, you find this amusing? Kidnapping me from the hospital, you must really be down to your last gasps. <laughs> ah, you can laugh all you like, but the only last gasps occurring in here are yours. <laughs> no, if you wanted me dead, I would be. The reins are on you, Colonel. You're muzzled. You won't kill me because you need what I know. Isn't that right, Professor? You can come out now. I know you're there. Come out of the shadows. Face me like a man. I'm sorry for this, Doctor. Keep your apologies. 
You have no idea the hell you've unleashed. I just need a name. I do not mean to bring you any further harm. You hope I'll make it easy for you, don't you? That some toothless scare tactics will intimidate me into giving you what I know. But they won't. So either let the Colonel finish the job he started, or let me go. Dr. Watson, it's very simple. You possess information that I require, and I possess the keys to your freedom. Now, I would hope that you would, for all our sakes, make it easy. However, should you decide to choose the difficult path, there will be no reins, no muzzle. This quarrel between us doesn't have to go further, but it surely can. No. You'll never go that far, Professor. Not far enough. You don't have it in you. Would you like to test that theory? Torture me all you wish. I've served my time in the darkest of holes, been hardened by hands of far greater villains than you. You'll find my skin quite thick and lips quite sealed. No amount of pain from your dog here will change that. Especially when it comes to the matter of Mr. Porlock. So you do know him. Then you leave me no choice. Colonel. Ah. This is new? Yes. You'll find my methods far more thought out than those of your greater villains, and thus more effective. Doctor, help us settle a bet. The Colonel here insists that a man of your hardened caliber will only yield from excruciating beatings. Personally, I find that idea to be senseless and old-fashioned. You see, I don't need to break your body. Just your mind. Do you think you're going to break it with a phonograph? <laughs> what are you going to do? Play me a song? Yes. You see, Doctor, this phonograph is one of my own design. The larger horn here can amplify the music to ear-splitting decibels. And I've adjusted the spring-driven motor so that this two-minute recording can continue replaying for, well, as long as you refuse to yield. You'll be waiting for quite a while. Then you won't be sleeping much. The human mind requires rest, else it's liable to crack. You will yield, Doctor, in time. It's a quite beautiful machine. The phonograph? I suppose. Though it is a bit annoying that you must crank it for each song. Indeed. You know, with just a few simple adjustments, this music could extend considerably longer. You could play a whole opera. Well, you should write Mr. Edison. <laughs> I just might. Will you pour me another while you're up, dear? More wine? Why not? I'm having such a lovely evening. And what of your mechanisms? You have a book to finish. Yes. And perhaps some dulling is exactly what these mechanisms need. Did you know Sir Isaac was drunk when he invented calculus? Isaac Newton was a Puritan. You really are a dreadful liar, James. And one who can't hold his liquor. I'm only trying to protect you. So kind of you. But I'll have another all the same. It's you and I with that bottle, and I'd never stand to leave you alone. Never, you say? Not in a million years. In fact... 
I've been doing some thinking. <laughs> well, that sounds like trouble. Indeed. I've decided. I want to take a leave of absence from the university. After the new book is out, of course. I want to get out of the classroom and away from it all for a while. Focus on our wedding. And then, well, who knows where life will take us. You're serious about all this? Very. After my chaotic theory is complete, I can't imagine what more I could offer to mathematics. And I want to ensure I can actually be there for you once we're married. We really should travel more, you know. I would love to tour the Americas. And you can finally show me that spot you adore in the Alps. Myringen. Myringen, yes. We could even move there if we wanted. Start our new life. And then, when the time comes, well, I want to be the best father I can be for the children. Children? God willing. What do you think, Rose? Wouldn't that be grand? I think you're a very important man, James. And this new book will make you all the more important. So? So? Darling, please, you mustn't tease me like this. It's not a tease. You know I don't give a damn about being important. What does that even mean? It means you're too valuable to escape to the mountains. They'll never let you go. Who? The world, James. You said it yourself. There are endless applications for predicting the future. Everyone's going to want a piece of you. Well, they can't have me. Only you can. So damn the world. And damn the book, too. James. I'm serious, Rose. If that's how it is, then I want no part of any of it. I'd throw it all away for us in an instant. No. You love your life of the mind. I love you more. It's true. I could have been content with my numbers and figures. My old life of the mind. But then you appeared. You've shown me the life of the heart. And if I have to choose, the math is simple. I choose you. Dr. Watson? Doctor, can you hear me? Aye, no sleep for you yet. Professor, God, how long has it been? Only a few days. The human mind can't go sleepless for much more than that without irreversible damage. And I have no intention of inflicting such harm on you, Doctor. Please don't force me to. I imagine you're feeling rather disoriented by now and hungry. The Colonel will untie you so you can eat, but only if you promise to stay seated. If you try to run, I assure you, you won't make it very far. Uh, I, I won't run. I, I won't. I, I promise. Thank you. Colonel, please untie the doctor and then show yourself out. You're sure? We're all right in here. I have the man's word. Aye, well, I'll be right outside. I'm afraid there's no spoon for your soup, Doctor. I know better than to arm you with a weapon. <coughs> the papers paint you with quite a noble history. Medical degree from the University of London, <coughs> assistant surgeon to the 5th Northumberland Fusiliers in the Second Afghan War. You're a hero. You took a bullet for your country. It's no wonder you ended up the trusted right hand to Mr. Sherlock Holmes. However, I'm not convinced any of it's true. 
In fact, I'm not even convinced you are John H. Watson, seeing as there's no reliable record of your birth. Your parents don't exist. It's no wonder they forgot to register you. So if you're not John Watson and you're not a doctor, who are you? <coughs> and what is it that you do for the crown? If you'd rather I put the music back on. No, no, please. The bloody song is still ringing in my ears. Mine too. It was the last song Rose heard before your friends took her life. They're not my friends. And why are you protecting them? What do you do for Holmes and Porlock? I do whatever they ask. Fix things, mostly. What kind of things? Anything that's deemed broken. Situations, people I helped carry out most all of Sherlock's bloody cases for too bloody long. And the stories? Your writings? My writings? The stories are lies. Propaganda. It's all part of the fix. The police get their arrest, the courts level their justice, the pressmen sell their papers. But most of all, Porlock gets his results. All are none the wiser. And did you help Holmes put the fix on me? <sighs> I suppose I could swear I had nothing to do with your case. I could tell you how much I abhor what was done, both to you and your fiancé. But you know that any man in my chair would say exactly that. In my case, these words are true. I was out. I was free of Porlock and Holmes for good until you escaped prison. But you'll never know for sure, will you? Why did you stop helping them? I followed them as far as I could. I was a good little soldier, but not a dull one. They said it was all for the greater good, but I knew the truth of what was being done. And every man has his limits. Doctor, I've... is there a better name I can call you by? Your real name? Professor, you're trying to soften me up. Us getting to know each other. It's not going to make this easier. I won't give Porlock up. You're going to have to kill me. I don't want to do that, truly. You've already done it. Kidnapping me has sealed my fate. They'll know who took me, and even if you do let me go, they won't believe I kept quiet. But if you're so sure they're going to kill you, why guard their secrets? There are fates worse than death. So it is as I thought. You're protecting someone else. I will keep your wife safe, I promise. The promise of a criminal. We both know I'm only as guilty as Sherlock Holmes made me. That may have been true at the start, Professor, but look at you now, torturing a wounded soldier to the edge of his wits. This game has twisted both our fates for the worst. Can't you see? But I can untwist what's been done. I can get you out. Both you and your wife. For good. I have the resources to help you disappear. Surely a man's name is worth that level of protection. You can't protect me or her. Just as you couldn't protect your fiancé. Disappearing isn't enough, not if Porlock wants you found. He hasn't found me. Yet. I figured it out, you know, where we are. Very clever, Professor. But Porlock will find you all the same. And I'd rather not be here when he does. Oh. Dr. Watson, don't! Hey, get back here, you scum! No. Hey, slow down! No. Where's the shore? Not so far. 
fast. Grab him. <laughs> Nowhere to run, you slippery bastard. We're out at sea. I'm sorry, Doctor. I did promise you wouldn't get far. Gentlemen, please take Dr. Watson back down below. Well, can't say I didn't see that coming. You all right, Professor? Yes, yes, I'm fine. So, what now for the Doctor? A few more days with the music? No. It's illogical to wait for his mind to break when we can go straight to his heart. The doctor confirmed my hypothesis, Colonel. And now, we will do this your way. You're sure? If we move on this, there's no going back. If the doctor doesn't yield... Oh, he will yield. He must. For a week now, Mrs. Hudson, and Scotland Yard has no explanation. He's just disappeared. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mary. You must be piping mad. I'm not mad. I'm worried. It's not like John at all to do something like this. I keep hoping he'll find his way home or be over here at Baker Street. Afraid it's been all quiet here. Mr. Holmes has gone to France. You don't think he could be on the continent with Mr. Sherlock? Oh, I highly doubt it. Sherlock left before John was found missing. He was very upset by what happened to your husband, you know. I can't imagine he would ever risk putting him in any further danger. Of course. Well, thank you for listening, Mrs. Hudson. Are you sure you don't want to come in? I've just put on some tea. No. I should be getting a cab home. I hate to be out alone after dark. Well, I'll be sure to let Mr. Holmes know of this the moment he returns. Thank you, Mrs. Hudson. Good night. Excuse me? Yes, hello? Need a cab, madam? Yes, thank you. To Paddington, please. Aye, right. Paddington, right away. Watch your step now, madam. Dr. Watson, please. This only gets worse. Yield. I'm begging you. Get on your knees. Professor. We're ready. Yes, thank you, Colonel. You, uh... You sure you won't be here for this? You don't look well. Yes, I must be here. It must be me that does it. Your pistol, Colonel. Aye. I am sorry for what happens next, Doctor. Truly. Please bring her in. What is this? Mary? No! You let her go! You bastards! You son of a... <clears throat> Hush up now! I did not want this, Doctor. I pleaded. I begged you. Get your hands off my wife! I'm gonna kill you! No, Doctor. You're going to kill her. You keep telling me I don't have it in me. But I will never go far enough. Well, I ask you, is this far enough? Will you yield? Mary, look at me. It's all right. It's going to be fine. I promise you. Porlock, Dr. Watson. Who is he? I can't tell you. You don't understand. No, I think I understand just fine. Colonel, please turn the doctor around. No man should have to watch his wife die. What? No, no! I will count to five, Doctor. Either you give me a name for Porlock or... No. 
No, this isn't you, Professor. This is evil. One. No, you put the gun down, you hear me? I, I, I won't tell you like this. You kill her, you get nothing. You understand? She had no part in any of this. Neither did Rose. Two. You won't do this. You won't. Three. Wait! Just wait! Christ! I'll tell you. I'll give you whatever you want, but you have to do what's right. You must do what's right. The name, Doctor. Who is Porlock? I won't ask again. It's... Sherlock's brother. Porlock is Mycroft Holmes. Sherlock's brother? Yes. Mycroft is an agent for the Crown. He works inside Whitehall, deep inside. Now, there it is. You put the gun down. No. No, I don't believe this. You are lying to me, Doctor. No, I'm telling you. Fool. What? No! Stop, for Christ's sake, stop! I'm not lying! I'm telling you the bloody truth, I swear! On your wife's life? Yes! Mycroft Holmes is Porlock, I swear it! Now, please, just let Mary live. You do with me as you must, but please, let her live. You promised, Professor. You promised. I only promised you wouldn't have to watch. What? No! No! You bastard! You bloody monster! I am not a monster. Darling, please, you mustn't tease me like that. Every man has his limits. Oh, he will yield. Must you don't have it in you? Would you like to test that theory? No! You're going to have to kill me. I don't, I don't want, want to. to. Finish the job. You're playing in a devilish game, Professor. I will demand reckoning. Ask yourself, can you be the devil? Five. <laughs>